Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. They don't like us, we don't like them. Time went for no man. So you gotta take advantage of the opportunity today. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans reaches up with one hand and grabs it in. Lamar Jackson midfield and going. Touchdown with a tumble. And that is what Lamar Jackson can bring to a game. Ah! Ah! Bubble, bubble. It's a bubble football. Recovered by the Buccaneers. Ah! Juvenile end zone. It's called Touchdown have a good job, young man. That's the dagger, my friend. He's in the bar, and the Ravens have their fourth win of the season. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Those are two quarterbacks we are thrilled to see on Thursday Night Football. We are live in New York City. Until then, though, it's Thursday, October 27th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion Giants legend to my left, Sean O'Hara. Good morning. Good morning. Great well, to see you. Great to see you. How are you? Fantastic. G-Man are 6-1. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Let's go. Here we go. Stop Big blue. Nine seconds. That was well, I was not going to let us even get to the hey, lead block. Bring it in. Come yeah, come on. We've been waiting Let's for this go. for years. Let's go, Sean. We have been doing been this therapy. show for six years. The Giants haven't been good in any of them. And Sean O'Hara, you have just been asked about Daniel Jones and Eli Manning and Geno Smith. And Ben and, McAdoo. And ben and, uh, McAdoo and Patrick Sermer. And you are glowing today. Look, not, not just me. Don't you guys feel like oh, you've been therapists the for the fan base? I mean, it's like, listen. It's going to get better. Everything's going to be okay. okay. Like, step back from the ledge, all right? Right. We're reading, you know, we're passing out books left and right. But we know the truth, though, Sean. You called Westwood One Radio, and you said, send Jason McCourty to Tampa so I could come on the show and talk about the Giants, because that's that's where the other Rutgers graduate Super Bowl champion is. Good morning, McCourty. What's going on? 
Good morning, guys. I made it to Tampa safely. My flight has some bumps on it. There was an altercation between a passenger and a flight attendant, but I made it. I got up. I kind of intervened a little bit. Garofolo, Mike Garofolo was on my flight, so I knew if I needed backup, Mike was going to be there for me. It got a little bit better, though. I met two fans from Mexico, said they watch our show every morning, and they love it. So you guys are being watched, and you're being admired. Keep doing a good wow. job. I would have thought Mike G would be the one. I was going to say. You'd have to escort off the plane. Was that an ifso facto Mike Garofolo was the one that was causing the altercation? Yeah. I, I can't say that. Me, me and him talked after. We're, we're all good. We're not going to talk about it. Okay, good. I heard Mike G was doing high knees up and down the aisle for the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> I heard that. That's right. No very good. Oh, we'll get into out. that. <laughs> yeah, no J-Mac, problem. hang with us. We're going to get Great your shirt. thoughts on some things in a minute. But until then, it's time for the lead block. The lead block. Uh, of course, it's a beautiful matchup tonight. Lamar Jackson versus Tom Brady. It's Ravens. It's Buccaneers tonight on Thursday Night Football, which you can catch on Prime Video. And it's available on NFL+. Plus. I think it's fair to say both of these quarterbacks had higher hopes for their teams after seven weeks of play. Very different ways, but here we are. The Ravens sit at 4-3 and three on top of the AFC North. The Buccaneers are 3-4 and four on top of the NFC South. Which team needs this win more, Peter? Do you smell those sharks in the water? <laughs> Do you smell them? This, in the bay? This is very mm. t- interesting times for Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's been relatively good the first two years with Brady, right? You go to the Super Bowl, you win the Super Bowl. You go to the playoffs, you come back from 24 points, you have a chance, and then a Cooper Cup play ends the season. You say, all right, mm-hmm. it, it was a really good Beautiful. Season. This is where you're held left in the, holding the bag, and you're like, all right, didn't expect this to happen. Mm-mm. Bucks aren't good right now. Mm-hmm. Bucks are not good right now, and people are starting to chirp. People are starting to doubt, and I think internally there, they're starting to wonder, um, are we not good? Brady has been... Brady has been so, so positive in all of his media uh, availability and saying, like, we've got to get better. We can get better. We can be better. Then you see the frustration on the sidelines. You know how badly he wants this. He wants this for not only these teammates, he's got for himself. This would be a much nicer workplace to go to yeah. if they're winning. Um, tonight, no Russell Gage, no Antoine Winfield, no Carlton Davis, no Sean Murphy Bunting, no Cam Brate. Uh, you know the offensive line's been decimated. You know the run game's terrible. Brady, like, just, we, you, we need you to be you and for you to figure this out and for you to this to find a way. And I don't know how that happens with the worst rushing offense in the league. I don't know how that happens with one of the worst offensive lines in the league. I don't know how this happens when there are sharks in the water and there are people doubting, but for 25 years, mm-hmm. we've been talking football and Tom Brady, all the way going back to his Michigan days, and this guy has found a way. They need a win desperately. They cannot lose again. They cannot lose three straight. Brady has not done that in nearly 20 years. I feel like Tampa has to come out at home on national TV with all the sharks in the water. They've got to get the dub tonight. I know. Yeah, no doubt, Peter. Those sharks, they're not just sharks. I mean, they've got freaking laser beams on them. <laughs> Strapped right? to their foreheads. Right after them. Austin Powers. Yes, please. That's it, Sean. Uh, I love you. Look, I got a whole bag full of shh with your name on it, yeah. Tom Brady. All right, listen, who needs to win this game? Listen, you, you, the clunker that happened down in Carolina, the only remedy for that is a short week. So thank goodness, if you're playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thank goodness that you're playing on Thursday night. Now you got a chance to erase th- that bad taste out of your mouth. But when I look at Tom Brady in this offense, like uh, this to me is the equivalent of a quarterback getting too much credit and too much blame when things aren't going Okay. Right. Like we've seen the drop passes, the Mike Evans, the, the awful drop. Uh, I'm sure we're going to show that at some point sure. in, in, in the show. But when I look at this offense, look, Brady, you know how many interceptions he's thrown this year? Mm-mm. One. 
It was in week one. He's gone six straight games out. Wow. But this offense has been so one-dimensional. You know what you, you know what this offense is? It's just Tom Brady throwing the football, and then every once in a while they hand the ball off to give Tom Brady's arm a break so it doesn't fall off. Shregs, you brought this up earlier this week. All right, This is a stat right here, a full screen on how awful this Bucks run game has been. All right, this goes back to 1950. I think the, we kind of changed this graphic up. The one you had was 1970. It goes back even 20 years further than that to show the, le- the least amount of rushing yards in the history of the NFL. Yep. And, look, the only way that happens, I mean, these are all just – this is just a, a blooper reel uh, of football follies. Like, I'm, all we're missing is the music from NFL films right now. The run game's been awful. They've been one-dimensional. And if you're going to just throw Tom Brady out there with Julio Jones, who's missed five games, mm-hmm. Brashad Perryman's missed two games, Mike Evans has missed a game, and you mentioned the injuries to a front as a new offensive line, it's all just kind of come to a head right here. And the fact that they can't run the football right now is why this offense is struggling. You're playing the Baltimore Ravens. They need to get back to running the football. When Bruce Arians was calling the plays and when he was still there, he reminded him, hey, look, we still got to run the football. Uh-huh. We got to be physical. Uh-huh. We can't just ask Brady to throw the ball 50 times every single game and think it's going to magically, like the formula is going to be magically fixed. Well, the, the the joy of having Brady on your team when everything's going wrong is just everyone just points to Brady about everything. So right. no one's pointing at Todd Bowles. No one's pointing at Devin White. It, it's just all Brady. But I, I've always enjoyed Rick Stroud, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers writer, and his headline is, Bucks offense is bad, but does anyone remember when their defense was good? Because I do. I think it's a great headline. Might have been that Super Bowl last I think time. it might have been a couple years, Peter. Um, they're going against um, not P.J. Walker this week, not Kenny Pickett, not Mitch Trubisky. They're going against Lamar, who has more rushing yards as an individual than Tampa does as a team this year. Wow. As a team this year. This is this Buccaneers defense who just coasted to a Super Bowl champion, let everybody up. Guys, I, I'm here for a Mitch Trubisky comeback story as much as the next guy. It's not supposed to happen against Tampa. I'm third yeah. and fifth. It's not supposed to happen ever. It's, it, it's a sweet story. P.J. Walker, it's great. Chuba Hubbard is scoring right up the middle. Uh, it's, it can't happen. Um, their defense is not lighting people up. They're not locking people down. Our boy Baldy went in on them. The Baldy's breakdown says Devin White is on ice skates out there. I don't yeah. recognize him. And here's the problem. Like, if you don't have it and you are losing to P.J. Walker on the scores, like, like, Lamar will embarrass you on national television tonight. He'll run for 200 yards on you. He will put 50 points on you. Like, it is go time. Brady, one interception all year. Brady's not playing bad statistically. Right. They just don't have it together. And a large part is that same question. Hey, didn't the Buccaneers used to play defense? Let's see a little bit of that tonight. That'd be nice. You guys want Ravens? Are you all in Buccaneers? You all buck, buck, buck? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Ravens. The Ravens need this. A lot of reasons why is because the Bengals are playing so well. This is like a trend problem for me, and the Cincinnati Bengals are beginning to play so well that the Ravens need to figure out how to close games and close games fast. This season, they have given up double-digit leads memorably against the Dolphins, against the Bills. The Ravens need to figure out how to close games. All right, here's this game against the Bills at home, and they give up. They give up huge leads. There was a ridiculous stat I saw. Harbaugh was like 70 and 0 when the team, when his team had led by 17 points in his career, uh-huh. and now they've done it already twice this season. And those at home games, like I said, against the Dolphins and the Bills, but then this. Final play against the Browns last weekend. It never should have come down to a kick. Lamar Jackson said, we need to stop playing games as if we're biting our nails at the end. This is a better team, the Ravens are, than their inability at this point to close out games. Get a lead, retain a lead, to Sean's point, and the Buccaneers being unable to run the ball. Ravens need to be able to run the ball. Now, that picked up last weekend with uh, Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. But 
get the lead, run the ball, put the clock in your back pocket, and move on. Because the Buccaneers, like, you have a team that's on your absolute coattails. Your division is better than the NFC South. you got to figure things out with the Bengals coming on your, coming on your six. No doubt. Jason, yeah. what do you got? I love that. Jamie, you're absolutely right. The Ravens team in the fourth quarter, they're giving up more rushing yards than they do the whole game. There's fumbles last week. They, they need to fix that. But Tampa definitely needs this win more. There's so much negativity just surrounding the organization right now. You look at what everybody's talking about in the media. Byron Leftwich, Tom Brady. With Brady, every time he stands at the podium, he's having to answer questions. Hey, are you committed to the season? Are you going to retire? Are you going to pull Avante Davis and leave in the middle of a game? He's only answering questions about that. Nothing about the game and what's going on offensively is about his commitment. People question it. For Leftwich, this past week, he said, hey, we're not going to win any games scoring three points and it's not talking about hey schematically we need to do x y and z when you're losing it gets dark very dark Todd Bowles alluded to that earlier hey this is as dark as it's going to get and you feel like Tampa right now they're in this long tunnel it's completely dark and you can see light at the end of the tunnel but it's a train coming right at you that they're trying to figure out and I went on and I searched uh, Vita Vea's name uh, this week I'm obviously preparing to call the game talking about what's going on the first thing that popped up was he was the culprit on the long run to Dante Foreman he was the one who jumped out of his gap there's not many positive things being said about this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team which you understand the mood down here is very dim it's dark so they need this win it's on prime time everybody's going to be tuned in we talked about how well Brady's played on prime time throughout his career they need this one in a bad way and Jamie like you said they're going against a Baltimore Ravens team who feels like they need to get things going because you're right Cincinnati is rolling Joe Burrow's fine and Jamar Chase they're doing the gritty out there having a lot of fun so both teams need this one mm-hmm. but Tampa needs it a lot more all right J-Mac you do look good online you look great in Tampa Bay we're jealous of that t-shirt whether you're in hey right. <laughs> <laughs> McCarty we'll talk to you in a little bit uh, time now to welcome in our NFL Network insider, Tom Pelissero. Yep. Ravens and Bucks both have some injury concerns heading into this Thursday night matchup. Let's start with the Ravens, Tom. Well, Jamie, the Ravens are probably one of the league leaders in players listed as questionable. And tonight's long list includes wide receiver Rashad Bateman, tight end Mark Andrews, and yeah. running back Gus Edwards. My understanding is that all those players have an opportunity to play in this game tonight. If they don't, it most likely would be a coach's decision. Short week, long season, John Harbaugh and company could choose to hold some of those guys back. Now, the most questionable of the group is probably tight end Mark Andrews, who gutted it out last week on a sore knee. Did not have a catch in the game against the Browns. One person familiar with Andrew's status told me they'd probably have to cut his leg off to keep him from playing in this game. That's probably drastic, but I do know that Andrew's at the start of the week fully intended to try to go in this game. And so those are going to be something to monitor all the way up until 90 minutes before kickoff. For the Bucks, they're going to be shorthanded in the secondary tonight. No Antoine Winfield Jr., no Sean Murphy Bunting, no Carlton Davis, as Peter mentioned earlier in the show. They're also going to be shorthanded on offense. Russell Gage, wide receiver, not going to play in this game. Julio Jones, who's been out pretty much the entire season dealing with the knee, he is, according to Coach Todd Bowles, a game-time decision. Elsewhere, we had yet another trade. Robert Quinn, the veteran pass rusher, dealt from the Bears to the Eagles for a 2023 fourth-round draft pick. Now, this has been discussions that have gone on and off 
dating back to the offseason. The Bears are actually going to pay $7.1 million of Quinn's remaining base salary for this season. So the Eagles get a player who had 18 and a half sacks last season for the minimum salary for the rest of this year. And they also inherit non-guaranteed base salaries of around $12, $13 million over the next two years here. So the Eagles continue to load up. The Bears clear a little bit of cap and cash space, but also pick up an additional asset for a player who, in all likelihood, was not going to be a Bear beyond 2022. Time for a game of We In or We Out. Guys, the trade deadline is fast approaching. You just heard from Tom Pelissero that Robert Quinn was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, an undefeated team. That's a great pass rusher. You know, we had on Bills head coach Sean McDermott yesterday, and we asked him about one of the top targets in the entire league, Odell Beckham Jr. And here's what coach had to say when we served him up on whether he would be recruiting him to become a Buffalo Bill. That's, uh, that's a better question for Brandon B. Uh, now we're focused on, on this week, Peter, and, and what we're trying to get done. Again, just taking it one week at a time, staying humble, going about our business the right way, and and and, and uh, you know just trying to improve as a football team every week. And, and that other stuff will handle itself. It'll handle itself on the right time. And and uh, that's uh, that's a better question for Brandon, of course. But good try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tried. I tried. That's the journalist in me, just trying to get something out of him. And he would not uh, give us much. But Odell's going to come back to one of these teams. He's healing from the ACL. The trade deadline has no real f- factor on him whether he's going to be signing somewhere. But all this is going to happen in a flurry. So the we in or we out is the Bills should do whatever it takes to sign Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. You know what he did for the Rams last year. Kyler, are we in or are we out? There's a lot of reasons to say no to this. The Bills have really good chemistry as a team, as an offense. Like, they're a very tight unit. This past Sunday night coming off the bye week, Josh Allen and his girlfriend Britt hosted this massive Halloween party. It was their party. Everybody comes, all the wives, all everybody. They party and they go back to Josh's house around the bonfire and smoke cigars. On Like, that is a tight group. So I'm a little worried about injecting a, 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 even a new Odell into that group and just all of a sudden adapting. A year ago, I don't think I would have done it. And then I saw this. And if Von Miller wasn't there, I wouldn't do it. But he is. And they love Von, and he's become this kind of Obi-Wan Kenobi figure in the locker room. And Von really wants Odell there, apparently. So I'm in on it. It's, it's about making empire moves. And they're an excellent team, but they are beatable. They could lose a playoff game. You put Odell there and it works. Like, I, I don't see how any team, including the Philadelphia Eagles, is beating their Buffalo Bills. Mm. I hear you. I'm going to go the mojo direction, though. I'm going to go out on this sure. because uh, for that exact reason. Like, I think their offense is prime. I think they're set up for success. The reason why they're going to get beat is not because their wide receiver room is lacking. Yeah. The numbers so far, I mean, yeah. if Josh Allen is thrown to a stable of horses, he's going to beat a team. Like, this is ridiculous production offensively. Uh, they have a really young secondary. And if they're going to get beat, it's, I think it's going to be because of the defense. So don't mess with what's great. Don't mess with the mojo. I'm, I'm out on signing OBJ. Unless you just want to keep him from going to Kansas City, then I do like the chess play there. <laughs> yeah, I'm out on this for, for a couple yeah. of reasons. But first and foremost, because I don't want to take any throws away from Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Like, if I bring in a guy like OBJ and all of a sudden I feel like I've got to feed him the football, I'm taking away from Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. So the, the, the other question and the reason why I'm out on this is this is not OBJ's first injury. Like, when you think back when he was okay. in Cleveland, he was banged up before he got traded, before he exited, the, you know, and went to L.A. And then even in L.A., he was kind of banged up. So I don't even know how healthy he is and if he's 
100% recover from that. So there's still a lot of question marks from there. I think OBJ, if he is healthy, he could still provide some value to a team. But the Bills don't need offensive firepower right now. Are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. that, that's the last thing they need. If Odell signed, he might actually say, I'll come play for free because he just wants to be a part of the party mm-hmm. and the ride and, mm-hmm. you know what, hopefully win another Super Bowl ring. But they don't need him. I don't know if I'm breaking news here, but the Bills were in on the Christian McCaffrey deal. Sure. Like, they made calls. They, I, I don't think the Bills are done. I, I think they are what you're saying, Kyle, where you're like, we're great, but maybe it's take us over the top. Now, the mojo and all that stuff, uh, that's fair, too. I would also point to the Von Miller take, that Von Miller, this is his guy. Von Miller was recruited to L.A. by Odell Beckham, and that was why he was like, yeah, oh, L.A. is the spot, and then he'd go on the other end. They're such good friends. Um, and, Jamie, to your point, you're doing the game of chess here. If the Chiefs are interested, if the Ravens are interested, if the Bengals are interested, let's just get him on our team so that, those, that he's not going to kill us in a big playoff game. Yeah. I, I like Odell on the Bills. I think it makes a lot of sense. The way Roseman's going is going to be an eagle. I mean, it's yeah. incredible. I mean, it's unbelievable. He might right? be. He might be. Howie's on fire. Howie is on fire. He's not done yet either. Uh, no. Yesterday, Jamie, you came on the show and you said something very poignant. You said that the most underrated quarterback battle of all time was not one between Steve Young and Joe Montana, but it was between Sunshine and Rev in the film Remember the Titans. Guys, the statement is this. The Remember the Titans, which is always on TBS or FX or TNT at all hours, (laughs) is the most rewatchable football movie of all time. Sean, are you in on that statement or are you out? I'm out. Look, I I love the movie. I love Denzel. I love Sunshine telling his offensive lineman, go ahead and let him through. Mm -hmm. I'll take care of him. That that never happens. I love the fact that (laughs) Eli Manning never said let him through. No, no. We we let him through, but he never, he never, like, (laughs) It was on command. It was permission. Yeah, he didn't Um, have to tell you guys to let him through. You know, I I, I look at that movie, and there are so many great values that you learn from that. One of my best lines is attitude reflects leadership, right? And and then the brotherhood that's created from the left side, strong side uh, uh, guys. But if I'm going to watch a movie, a football movie, over and over again, play, play me some Welcome to the Jungle, please. Give me the pro- program. The program. All day long. Okay. Give me Darnell Jefferson. Give yeah. me Kane is able. Yeah. Give me Latimer. Yeah. Places at the table. That movie right there, I, I mean, the soundtrack in it, the, 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 I mean, there's a little bit of a dramatization with some of the stuff on there. But I mean? love the program. <laughs> Um, I, I love the excitement for that. And then I'll even second with, with, with Rudy on that one. That oh, one. So oh okay. too. I like Rudy. Football is fun. Football is fun, sir, is how Remember the Titans goes. And the like, there are so many moments in that movie. And like, the reason why I am in on this, the reason why it's the most watchable football movie is because a rewatchable movie implies that anywhere you jump in on it, you're like, oh yeah. And you just like sit down, and you're like, toss your remote out, and you're like, I'm just going to commit to this. There is no point in that movie that you can jump in on and be like, God, I missed the beginning. I need to start over. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's too dark. It's too this. Like, no, every point of that movie you can jump in on. You will enjoy it from that point on, or if you have to leave, you will enjoy it from the beginning to the middle, and then you got to go, and then you just, it just hangs in your head as a feel-good for the rest of the day. Yes, the most rewatchable football movie of all time. It's a strong take. I, I, I think the operative word here is rewatchable. Watchable. Yes. I do think Remember the Titans is a very good movie. I don't need to see it over and over. Several reasons. Um, the, the, the coach's daughter, the Hayden Pettiteri, I got enough screaming kids in my life. Like, it's, it's a lot. Okay? It's a, blah, 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 all the time. It's a lot. Also, Remember the Titans, really preachy. You know, all oh, the attitude and everything. Coach Boone, you drop a pass, you run a mile? Like, a little excessive. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's not easy on the palate. Um, there's just also, like, I like modern football. You know, like, I like watching the real, this is 1971. Yeah. Also, you know, there's a, there's a prejudice aspect that isn't terribly rewatchable. So, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the film. Uh, there's, a, there's a movie called Necessary Rough. Yeah, Bacula! And it stars Scott Bacula, 
Kathy Ireland, Sinbad, Rob, uh, Rob Schneider. It just goes on and on. It's the Texas State Armadillos. It's a goofy, silly, absurd movie that you just watch it over, and there's no lesson. There's no nothing. There's no preaching. There's no history. I like that one. It's very easy on the palate. The Hector Elizondo is straight arrow Gennaro. Uh, it's just an excellent film. Yeah. I love it. You see it. It's right? very modern. Absolutely. You're right. They look like the Bucks. Featherstone. He can't catch. Sean, pulling from the headlines. Pulling from the headlines. Point it. You're like John Stewart. You just you're on yes. it. The Daily Show. Jamie, you ever great. seen Necessary nope. Roughness? Some parts of it hasn't aged terribly well, but as often know. happens, none of these movies age well. Uh, I'll tell you one movie what that does got? though. You're gonna quit. You're gonna go on there and you're gonna quit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You're not the quitting type. Uh huh. Rudy, I'm in, dude. Rudy, who's the big man now? Polarizing film. Like Rudy. People say it's fake, it's BS, it's yeah. corny. I love Rudy. Can you give me James the fortune? Out. Can you give me the fortune speech? Do you know it offhand or not? Like, yes, there's a five foot. Oh yeah, yeah. Prove what? <laughs> You're five feet nothing. On demand. Hundred and nothing. Got hardly a speck of athletic ability, and you hung in there with the best college football team in the land. Son, in this life, you don't got to prove nothing to nobody but yourself. Let's yeah! Go! Come on! <laughs> Rudy's on at any hour of it. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, guys. It's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Back on Good Morning Football, it's time for Beneath the Surface, presented by Microsoft Surface. And in honor of Halloween coming up, use our Microsoft Surfaces and show us a scary good matchup that you are going to have your eye on in week eight. Spooky good. All right, I was this person for Halloween, almost this exact outfit a couple of years ago. You know this gentleman? That's uh, Bill Belichick. Uh, Embattled right now, having a tough time. You know who he plays this weekend? He goes against this dude. Zach Wilson. Peter, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Is Zach Wilson good? Don't know. Right. Exactly right. Don't know. That's what I tell do. everyone. I don't know. I don't know. The Jets we're, are good. They are. And you know what's kind of cool is we're kind of learning that, that I think Daniel Jones is pretty good. I don't know if he's good. I know he's kind of been a passenger on this thing and he's figuring it out and that's fine. He's very young. We got to start making some plays, buddy. The superstar running back is out big time here. Justin Fields just lit up this man's defense. It's time for Zach Wilson to show uh, up. Do you know how many straight wins the Patriots have over the Jets? Tell me. Twelve. Twelve straight over the New York Jets. Twelve. I bet Belichick loves that. Six in New Jersey in a row. All right. Mm. Jets got to do something about that, Sean. Wow, that's called ownership right there. All right, this is a scary good matchup. I'm going to go to the NFC West. We've got a 425 p.m. game. Yeah, let's go. The Rams versus the Niners. We've got two players that are on new teams, right? Bobby Wagner, Christian McCaffrey. He's been there, what, a week? Mm Mm-hmm. What's ironic about this matchup right here is the fact that they just Christian McCaffrey just played the Rams two weeks ago when he was at Carolina. Then they, the Rams were on a bye week, and now he's playing them again. So I think this matchup could be very interesting. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had his best game of the season two weeks ago in Carolina, and he's got a little bit of history against the Rams. You go back to 2019, he had 208 y- scrimmage yards mm. against them. And so, you know, sometimes players just kind of – they have their. They kind of have this thing where they play well against a certain team. Like, sure. I got your. Oh yeah. Christian McCaffrey almost seems like he's got the Rams number. But, I like it. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing if Bobby Wagner's got something to say about it. The Mike linebacker, his number one job is to, to, to basically be the mirror yep. and shadow the running back every single yep. everywhere he goes. So uh, I'll be watching that. You guys, you know, there's just some teams you like when they're playing well. It's kind of the league is kind of on a high. It's kind of how I feel about Justin Let's Fields go. and the Chicago Bears right now. Yeah. I just loved what they did on uh, Monday night against the Patriots. I feel good for him. Back to back games uh-huh. of 80 plus rushing yards. Jimmy, give me for a zoom him. on that arm. Give me just right it's there. A beautiful, right? It's a beautiful arm. arm. Unfortunately, go. though, Kyle, he's been sacked 27 times this season, uh, and he's going up against a defensive okay, coordinator that has you. constructed a defense that has sacked the most quarterbacks in the league at 29 times. So this is good. What is, what is the uh, conductor going to do to Justin Fields, Peter? I want to toss to a clip from August where I predicted that the NFC Pro Bowl quarterbacks would be Jalen Hurts and these two. Bring guys. it up. Here's Geno versus Daniel Jones in a matchup of two of the top three quarterbacks in the National Football Conference. No one had any of these teams in this position that they're in, and no one had either of these guys doing what they're doing. Cannot wait to see Geno and Daniel Jones. Let's go. Geno and Daniel Jones, week eight is the best quarterback matchup in the NFL. <laughs> I'm here for it. Let's go. Not Lamar Brady. No. Didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. Josh Allen and Rodgers. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The most popular man in New England, Bailey Zappi. They always love the backup anyway, but when the backup's 2-0 as a starter and completing passes at over 70%, they really love you. It is Zappi mania, isn't it? It is. Woo! It was. That was Monday night, and how a matter of difference a couple days will make. I think it's pretty clear Mac is going to be the guy against the Jets already, and they lost 33-14, to but this was something. We don't get pure quarterback competitions between two young guys too often. It's usually the old veteran, venerable starter, and then the young draft pick, and it's when do you pass the torch? Or someone gets injured, another guy takes over. You don't usually get Mac and Zappy, and for that, I thought we would do a mixed bag trivia on quarterback competitions in Mm. NFL history. Are we ready? Come on, Peter. Sean O'Hara, you're in the hot seat. Are you ready, dude? Ready to rock. All right, so we know this isn't Belichick's first quarterback decision he's had to make in New England. There's a very famous one he did there. But he also had a tough one back in Cleveland when he was the head coach of the Browns. Question is this, as head coach of the 93 Browns, Belichick replaced fan favorite, and Sports Illustrated said, behind Jim Brown, he was the most beloved Cleveland Brown of all time, with who? A, Cody Carlson, B, Jay Schrader, C, Jim Harbaugh, or D, Vinny Testaverde? Wow, this is a good one. Jake Schrader, man. I just can't I can't picture him in anything other than... Why is it not Schroeder? I've never understood that. Washington University. Schrader. Barbara, Schrader. Uh, I know. I don't think... I'm seeing him as a Colts. I'm going to go with D, Vinny Testaverde here. Okay. Do you have memories of Vinny as a Brown? 
Vague. Vague. Yeah, very vague. gray. You're, absol- you're absolutely right. Hey, oh, wow. Ozar was like everything to that Browns. Belichick comes in as a new coach. Week three, benches Kozar in the fourth quarter and is like, I'm going to Vinny Testaverde, who at that point had been a Buccaneer and a number one overall pick and hadn't necessarily fulfilled expectation. Kozar leads the Browns to, uh, Ooh, to Testaverde leads him to 19 fourth quarter points. Eric Metcalf running all over. Then in the final seconds of the game, that's <laughs> look, look at, at that. Belichick looking wow. for Metcalf. He's in on this. This is young Belichick. Wow. And he never looked back. They stuck with Testaverde. Look oh at my Belichick's God. reaction. Oh my God. It was a hug. Week three, he goes for it. Testaverde became the starter. Testaverde would take him to the playoffs. Yeah. Testaverde would, of course. Then go on to be an amazing New York Jet as well. That's amazing. Bernie was this relatable Cleveland oh. guy, and Vinny was an Adonis, the number one pick, different type. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie had a song. Oh, Bernie, Bernie. Bernie. Oh, Bernie. Oh, like yeah. really you can throw. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie like, was everything, and Belichick comes in and is like, nah, go I'm going with Testa Verde. Yeah. It was a huge deal at the time. Vinny would be the guy. Jamie, are you ready? Mm. I am. I was having a Bernie Kozar memory. Um, Kozar was Gary Danielson's backup um, for the Cleveland Browns before he took over. Oh, Kozar did. So I had heard Kozar stories from Gary um, in my time oh, in the SEC. Yeah. Bernie, we're watching. You're here, and here we go. Let's go to the Kansas City Chiefs, where you used to work with Trent Green. I did. Mm-hmm. He was part of some quarterback stories. Sure but let's see this. The Chiefs have no quarterback issues now. We know that it's Mahomes. But at one point, it was a position of great instability. Let's go to the 97s. Mm. Jamie, okay. which two quarterbacks were at the center of the 97 Chiefs quarterback battle. Marty Schottenheimer was the coach. Very dramatic time for the Kansas City Chiefs. Was it Gannon and Gerback? Was it Moon and Blake? Was it Bono and DeBerg? Or was it your former colleague Trent Green and Chris Chandler? I'm going to work from Trent's, Trent Green's career in Kansas City and the years he was with Miami. He was with Kansas City. He was with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's not. I'm. I'm gonna go with my. I'm gonna go with D. I'll stay D. with Trent Green and Chris Chandler. Okay. Trent Green gets there in the 2000s with oh. uh, 97 was Marty Ball, and the correct answer is Rich, Rich Gannon, Gannon and Elvis Gerback. Gannon comes in for an injured Gerback, leaves them to five straight wins. All right. Then in the final week of the season. Marty's like, I'm going with Gerback. And everyone's like, what? Gannon's winning. What are we doing? <laughs> the Chiefs win that game, but then they go to the playoffs. And in the divisional round, oh, it's hard to look at it here. At home in Arrowhead, <sighs> Elvis comes up short. The Broncos win that game. And here's the irony. A couple of years later, Rich Gannon as a Raider, the arch rival Raiders, mm-hmm. Goes to the Super Bowl, and oh yeah, was the league's MVP. Mm-hmm. Gannon and Gerback. You're not going to talk People Magazine? You could you could bring it up. Let's very, very quickly, People Magazine were doing sexiest actor, sexiest athlete, and they decided that the Chiefs quarterback was the sexiest, handsomest athlete, Rich Gannon. Okay, great. There was a mistaken identity, and Elvis Gerback went and accepted it, and then he gets to People Magazine, they're like, this is the sexiest guy. He's like, I'm here. I'm really flattered. You guys chose me. It's Elvis. You said Chiefs quarterback. And his picture is in there. And it is listed. And you can look it up. Is this, is a mistaken story. sexy identity. It's a true story. A mistaken Amazing. sexy yeah. identity. Wow. I hate when that happens. Elvis yeah. Gerback. Yeah. 
All State wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to All State, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 